kicking us in. I want to. I wrote a little intro for this since we're still trying to find Ooh. the dynamic that works. Um, you intro whore. This is Toe to Toe in 20 or so, where your favorite couchbound critics do some power rankings on our favorite writers, actors, shows, and so much more. This week's top five road trip movies. This is Toe to Toe in 20 or so. We uh, kind of put uh, our favorite movies or shows up against each other for any new listeners that we may have. Uh, this is like the second F of us trying. We're still trying to figure out the format, but uh, since we've been Third. struggling for about two weeks to try to find, like, what's an actual definition of a road trip movie, um, I picked some up off of Wikipedia and Google. Uh, you guys down if I throw that out there? Yeah, yeah. Throw out, throw out your definition. Well, this Let's is from tvtropes.com. It seems like a respected website. A road trip plot is a work about characters taking a trip from point A to point Z. Along the way, they stop at points B, C, D, etc. While well, things happen to them at each point. Oftentimes a comedy, but occasionally a drama. The things that happen often teach the characters things they didn't know about themselves. <laughs> I I will add to that and say I firmly believe that it is a road trip, so the road needs to be a part of it. It cannot be, we fly to place A, we fly to place B, we fly to place C. So that's, a, I firmly believe the road has to be a part of it. I don't care how you travel on the road, you could cycle, you could walk the road. The movie The Road? You're on a horse. You're on walking. a stagecoach. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the road needs to be a part of it. So I stuck to um, movies where a significant event slash portion of the movie takes place in a car, bus, or other motor vehicle along a road. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I do it. And specifically with the trip. It's not just like Fast and the Furious because oh, it's God. cars on a road. <laughs> that is a family road trip. Dominic Toretto and I both know this. I have friends. I got family. 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 Your family. Yes. Yes. Family. I live my life a quarter mile at a time. Right. How long was that your strip? Oh, God. <laughs> Also, I think we should might have to change it to toe to toe in sixty or so, because <laughs> <laughs> at least we keep the alliteration going. And yeah, the last uh, two episodes, uh, yeah, we definitely were over the twenty mark. And I don't what? think I don't think any kind of editing that Tim could do would be able to reduce yeah. that down to twenty, unless I force For it sure. into like a one point five speed. <laughs> Shall we get into the toe to toe? I think it's time for toe-to-toe or 20 or so. Busted open. Um, who's going first? Is that me or you, Brian? I say I you I have... go first. I just talked a while, so I want you to talk for a bit. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'll just start off with number five. My number five pick is Mad Max Fury Road. Now, now, the reason I picked this one, because it is a road trip movie, and they had to do with a lot of driving. Um, the reason I picked this one, number five, is how much 
like how for the amount of accolades they got they got nominated for like i think like 10 oscars or something and then i think they won like five of them or something like they did a very very good job with that the cinematography is amazing like the, the, how the color just pops where most remakes or sequel however you want to describe this one uh they kind of suck or falter or they like really kind of miss the mark this one actually did really really good by making it kind of like retro but yet modern time at the same time and if you haven't seen it i recommend it it's it's pretty kick-ass uh, rick and morty does a good job spoofing it mm. <laughs> and actually yeah. if, if you've seen uh road warrior road warrior is connected to mad max the road warrior one there's a real similarity between scenes um for the punisher the thomas jane one with uh john travolta Oh and the God. scene. My number five, I went in a completely different direction. Uh, <laughs> Little Miss Sunshine. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's, that's a really good one. I like that one a lot. I love the scene uh, where the cop stops them and Greg Kinnear <laughs> is just like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> the, this movie, Little Miss Sunshine is good, a good movie. A, because it's a feel-good story. Um with the kid itself without abigail breslin she's great Uh in it Uh um but there is so many different kinds of humor that are in it like you have very awkward moments you have extremely dark moments the whole conversation at the dinner table with uh about why like why steve carell wanted to commit suicide uh (laughs) like it's such a great great movie um and like i can't say enough about the roles that people played in the movie right uh greg kinnear i'm not a big greg kinnear fan but greg kinnear actually did a really good job in the movie i i'm incredibly impressed obviously steve carell hilarious um tony collette great yeah alan arkin though takes it away like alan arkin as like uh the grandfather just i don't know if i've laughed that hard i saw it at uh at tiff Toronto i don't think i've laughed so hard at a tiff movie grandpa yeah i'm kind of scared about tomorrow are you kidding me you're gonna blow him out of the water they're not gonna know what hit him grandpa yeah am i pretty olive you are the most beautiful girl in the whole world. Yeah, you're just saying that? No, I'm not. I'm madly in love with you. And it's not because of your brains or your personality. It's because you're beautiful, inside and out. Grandpa? What? I don't want to be a loser. You're not a loser. Where'd you get the idea you're a loser? Dad hates losers. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Back up a minute. You know what a loser is? A real loser is somebody that's so afraid of not winning, they don't even try. Now, you're trying, right? Yeah. Well, then you're not a loser. We're going to have fun tomorrow, right? Yeah. We can tell them all to go to hell. Good night, sweetie. I love you. He's so invested, and uh, and it's it's great. It's absolutely great. Uh, if you haven't seen Little Miss Sunshine, worth it. 
Um, it's a safe watch at minimum. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And it's just great because they're going, it's a family that's trying to take this girl to a beauty pageant. And they're all traveling in the shitty VW, uh, mm-hmm. old school VW. It feels almost like it could be the amount of dysfunction with the family and how it's done feels like it could almost be a Wes Anderson movie, but it's not. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's, yeah. I highly recommend it. Little Miss Sun. Uh, my number five pick is Paul, a 2011 movie written by Nick Frost and Simon Pegg. Oh, those guys are awesome. I, I like Nick Frost and Simon Pegg. So the basic synopsis of this movie is two friends. They they're lifelong nerds. They want to stop at all these like kind of like nerdy special places across America. They get to Area 51. They pick up Paul, who's an alien, and uh, they just keep on fucking trucking, trying to get him. Which is, you know, a nice play on the old tropes like the uh, close encounters and stuff like that. But uh, you see all that. Stuff, yeah. Oh god, the references in it—it's—it's it's good. It, it feels kind of like. Uh... Oh, oh, oh! It's okay. We don't charge by the person. There were three shadows I saw dancing around the RV last night, right? The other one. The other one. He, no, he, I'm in the can. I ate a. I ate a closed pistachio. I'm paying for it. It's <laughs> a nice T-shirt. Oh, thanks. I got it at my church. It's Jesus shooting Charles Darwin. Why would Jesus want to shoot Charles Darwin? Because of his blasphemous theories. Are you men of God? No, Paul's a really good, uh, like, I, I find it's a good just like kind of watch, watch and have a have a solid laugh. Um, nothing too heavy. Overall, from that standpoint, like I've always been a fan of it and like Nick Frost Simon Pegg are great. Oh man. You can't go wrong with those guys. They can do no wrong. No. They're British royalty. They're they're due for for a movie, I'd say, together. They haven't done one together for a while. All right, back to you. What's your number four? So my number four, uh <laughs> I'm not sure if this is gonna be a, a hit with uh Tim or not, but uh Jan Sant Bob Strike Back. I, I find that this one might have a lot of overlap. Well, it might be like the, the musicians turned actors where we have like almost the same ones for the same ranking. Mm-hmm. I was kind of thinking <laughs> that when I was picking my list, I was like, how can I jumble this, but still be true to my ranking. But I remember watching this, I think I was about 14 and I was at my brother's place and I knew I wouldn't be able to watch my mom and dad's house <laughs> so, uh, or my house. Uh, so yeah, watching it there. Oh man, just an all-star lineup quotable lines even to this day like i'll rewatch it i'm like oh i forgot that and it's just like just hanging out like it starts with them like a little bit of an origin story too with like their parents and then they just kept hanging out by that you know shop and by the and then they kind of just make their way and they hang out with ben affleck and jason lee jason lee's two different you know styles of jason lee so yeah, no, I, I really like this. It's very funny. It gets into, like, Scooby-Doo stuff, Planet of the Apes jokes. Hey, Mr. Science Guy. Don't spray that aerosol in my eye. Fry don't... Fry. I don't really want to die. I'm a noble rabbit. 
What are you guys, like a cover band or something? We're the Kansas State chapter of SAC, Students Against Animal Cruelty. And we're on our way to Colorado to give Provasic a piece of our minds. Woo! Yeah! What the fuck are you bitches babbling about? Hey, watch the language, little boy. There's females present. <laughs> Provasic Pharmaceuticals is a medical lab where they perform gross experiments on animals. What kind of animals are we talking about here? Bears, rhinos, and shit? No. More like dogs, cats, rabbits, muskrats, beavers. Heck, even monkeys. If we don't speak up for them, who will? Right, Jesse? Right, Brent. Well, uh, Brent, can I talk to you over here for a second? Yeah, sure. Be honest, Joe. You're down with this for the fine-ass pussy, right? I'm down with this because I love animals, stupid. Even sheep? Of course. Sheep are beautiful creatures. They are beautiful, aren't they? Oh, God, yes. So that means you'd fuck a sheep, right? What is your damage, little boy? You got a sick and twisted world perspective. No, you're misunderstanding me, Prince Valiant. I mean, if you were another sheep, would you fuck a sheep if you were another sheep? Oh, since you put it that way, you bet your ass I would. Not so. <laughs> Yo, this motherfucker ain't one of us. He said he'd fuck a sheep. Wait, no! Oh yeah, no, it's it, like fr like front to back. It is so funny. I haven't seen it in so long, but I need to watch it again. It is so good. Yeah, I I owned it. Jane Silent Bob Strike Back's a good uh, a good movie. Uh, I I love the the characters themselves. Uh, like Jane Silent Bob are classic, absolutely uh, classic. Um, and the I think the big thing is, is like, it was, it was redeeming Jay and Silent Bob for people that I like really just like could not stand as actresses. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, why can't I think of her name? Ali Larder and Shannon Doherty. I think uh, oh, those are two of them. I never minded Eliza Dushku, but she's she only got like a, um, a small feature in that, doesn't she? Is, I like think she's one. Of, she's she, yeah. Uh, she's like what's sissy, her right? name? Shannon. No, Shannon, Shannon Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Shannon Elizabeth. Elizabeth yeah, she, she's she's the she's the Czech girl in American Pie, I think. Yeah. So Shannon Thanks. Elizabeth and Allie Larder. Uh, Allie Larder is horrible. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so <laughs> like, but having a movie, uh, having a movie with them where I didn't like hate the movie was surprising. Yeah. Um. You know, you have great, you have great like little, little roles from like Carrie Fisher and George yeah. Carlin. Will Ferrell's in book? it. Mark but, yeah, Will Ferrell's in it. So uh, funny enough, I almost put Dogma. Dogma almost made my. I list. was thinking that as well, and I like Dogma a lot more than Jansen Bob. It's, it's probably my favorite Kevin Smith movie. We get an appearance by Walter Flanagan and Brian Johnson from the Tell Em Steve Dave podcast. Why can't Hollywood ever make a decent comic book movie? Tell Em Steve Dave. Would you stop saying that? Oh. Mmm. Mm. Interesting. Uh, Zombieland. Oh. Yes, sir. That's a good, uh, good pick. 
Yeah. So, you know, we've we've obviously talked about Zombieland a little bit from the Bill Murray standpoint of uh, of great cameos. Overall, the first zombie Zombieland I thought was such a unique movie in terms of it. It it took zombie movies uh, and took like the classic. uh, So you take like zombie movies, which have been done a thousand times and you take the classic uh, movie where you have like a nerdy guy with a with like a cool guy yeah and it was like okay i i know this formula i know what it's gonna be it's gonna be okay it's not gonna be great and it just blew me away uh a the the whole like the way it's done with the rules everything like that uh i thought thought it was just hilarious uh and the chemistry that jesse eisenberg and woody harrelson have it's just it's it's very surprising uh and it goes a long way to show you just how good both of them are as actors on their own yeah uh, but also how good this, this script is right and how good it is between them um great writing simple premise hey we're trying to get to we're trying to get to this uh this safe zone or de- what they think is a safe zone uh and we're gonna get into some hijinks along the way which i think is the whole point of uh of a road trip right yeah i was gonna say brian i don't think uh, uh, you said road trip i was really worried that you were picking your top five abigail breslin movies (laughs) (laughs) i'm trying to think is she in any of the other no she's not in the other three that i have where is she That's surprise, surprise. I think you hit the nail on the head. The one of the best reasons for that movie is just its originality, and like it spawned everything else trying to rip off what Zombieland did, but uh, mm-hmm. they didn't overdo it. it. There was just that perfect kind of balance. The comic booky, like even the way that they did the graphics when it popped up, everything was short, sweet. The uh, lettering flipping down, yeah, yeah no, very smooth, very, very. Like, Rule number seventeen be a hero <laughs> like all that, Fuck that. <laughs> yeah and the just like the whole premise of some of the some of the rules being uh obviously like the the no names just just no like name by the place you're from uh i actually think it it offers uh like it makes it almost easier to remember all the characters names Right, like I can Columbus, Wichita, Tallahassee, like uh, Little Rock. Those are the main four. Right. That's off the top of my head. I couldn't tell you in any other movie I have the name of four characters off the top of my head. Han, it's just Chewy. It... <laughs> um... Oh, so you did choose one of those? Okay, we gonna have a chat. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Tim, I'll pass it to you for your number four. Uh, I went with a classic, undeniable fucking classic, dumb and dumber. Yep. It is of a time. It is so perfect. And, uh, fucking Jeff Daniels, Jim Carrey, they absolutely destroy. I don't think Mike Starr gets enough for his like hitman role in it, but that was, I don't know. It, it's, it was, came out in 1994 and going back and looking at it, it looks aged, but it holds up so well. It's just it such a fucking fun movie. Soundtrack is so fun. 
My parakeet Petey? Huh? He's dead. Oh. oh man, I'm sorry, Harry. What happened? His head fell off. His head fell off? Yeah, he was pretty old. Oh! That's it. I've had it with this dump! We got no food, we got no jobs, our pets' heads are falling off! Hey, where'd you get those? I bought them when we filled up. Well, wait, but you, we're supposed to talk about all expenditures, Lloyd. We are on a very tight budget. Hmm. This didn't come out of our travel fund. Oh. No, I, I was able to raise 25 extra bucks before we left. Where did you get 25 extra bucks? I sold some stuff to Billy and Forsey. The blind kid? <laughs> yeah. What did you sell him, Lloyd? Uh, what kind of stuff? I don't know. A few baseball cards, a sack of marbles. <coughs> Petey. Petey? You sold my dead bird to a blind kid? Lloyd, that, that you, what do you... Petey didn't even have a head. Harry, I took care of it. Pretty bird. Yeah, can you say pretty bird? Pretty bird. Yes, pretty bird. Polly want a cracker? So you're telling me what there's a chance. <laughs> what? Yeah, I don't know yeah. if there's much more to say about that, but if you don't know what Dumb and Dumber is... But Harry and Lloyd have to bring a suitcase or a briefcase back to a woman he met while driving a limousine. And she That's turns right. out to be the woman of both of their dreams, which hilarity ensues. I think uh, there's there's a lot of underrated scenes in there just for, just for like adding d density to the comedy. Like one of the scenes that always stands out to me from Dumb and Dumber is when he's leaving the uh, the like Seven Eleven, and there's like two like absolute gangsters out front, just sitting there drinking big gulps. And he's like, he comes out, and he's got like a six pack. He's like, hey guys, big gulps, huh? <laughs> and it's just, <laughs> and they're just like nodding at him. And it's it's such a like pointless scene, and like would hit the cutting room floor in so many other movies. But it's but it's in there and like it just gives you like a little like smile on your face uh, and just like adds to the layer of character. Um, just yeah. For, of Lloyd. Yeah, it's so good. Um, I love I love how Jeff Daniels, like such a like well-regarded actor for dramas and like serious roles and stuff just jumps in there. With just hilarity. When an actor is truly enjoying and having fun with a role, I think it can make all the difference in the world. And it looked like everybody wanted to be there and was having a great time with it. All right, I think we got to move on to number three. Chalupa, yeah. what do you got? Uh, number three, uh, Life of Pi. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> that's a that's a boat. <laughs> uh, number three, Almost Famous. Okay. 
Almost Famous. Okay. I yeah. Think pretty much yeah. every episode you guys have mentioned Almost Famous connected in some way to one of the themes of the movies. Zombieland was a common one too, I thought. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it was like Almost Famous, great acting, great screenplay. Ah, oh, man. Uh, just again, this kind of gets the tour aspect. I think it might be one of the better music movies, like that centers around a. Uh, like a band or a musician and it really gets that like vibe of city to city to city and mm-hmm. and then like hanging out with everyone because like what's the thing about a road trip with multiple people is you're spending genuine time with all these people and he is a journalist so he's mm-hmm. trying to get all this information from these the enemy yeah he's the enemy and he's trying to get this information he's experiencing their lives he's experiencing who they are he's learning about himself um no it's great it's great um you know you get to see his adoration for penny lane and you know he what is he 16 at the time it, 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 he's supposed to be a 15, 15 year old 15 or 16 yeah. year old and yeah no it's it's a very funny very quirky and just i don't know just a good all-around movie jason lee's in it uh francis mcdormand tim you have to watch almost famous if you, you have not you seen really it, like you it. have you to really watch like Almost it. Famous. It, tonight, after this episode, <laughs> you go, to you watch episode Almost that Famous. we're going to record, and I will, because my viewing time is getting few and far between trying to prep. I have to go watch all of the fucking James Bond movies now. Like, I have to watch the real Bond, like Pierce Brosnan, before I get into this Daniel Craig dreck, but once I'm through the... Well, we should- no, no, no. What we should do is we should watch, we should like assign one or two bonds to each other to like even out the amount of movies and we just become experts on a certain bond. I'll take Brosnan. I'll take George Lassenby and Timothy Dalton. That's three movies. Number three. Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. Oh, shit. I forgot all about that fucking movie. I mean, oh no, I forgot all about that movie. What a good choice. <laughs> yeah, man. They, they, ride, they ride a cheetah. That doesn't count. <laughs> They're in a car for a large portion of it. And mm. I remember this because Neil Patrick Harris gives them the car back with semen all over the back. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, we want to talk cameos. Uh, right, up there, right up there in cameos, Neil Patrick Harris's cameo in this movie is NPH. yeah it's so good um so basic premise of the movie is you have two stoners uh one of them uh, working very very hard at his finance job he's constantly getting shit on by the other guys at the office getting work dumped on them etc another guy who is and then you have you have Cal Penn, whose dad wants him to do something with his life. And he's supposed to go to med school, uh, become a doctor, but he doesn't really want to. Uh, so it's about these guys basically trying to cope with what they're dealing with. And the best way to do that is to get high and mm. watch TV. And then they get and they decide they want White Castle, that perfect, fulfilling meal when when you're high and you're just craving something closest white castle very far away <laughs> uh and a lot of shenanigans ensue and they go through a crazy 
night to get that white castle uh there's a lot of a lot of humor in it um we have preacher is that the guy's name uh with all the boils on his uh, freak, show. Oh, yeah. freak show freak show yeah freak show that's it battle shits just, at the clock at the fucking college just that raunchy yeah. gross out scene by the way that actor's name just looked him up christopher maloney he's also in happy the tv yeah. show happy oh yeah i watched the first couple episodes of that it's so good yeah yeah i've only seen like three as well but i need to get back into it my brother's he's in it. handmaid's tra- tale he's done drunk history like any other the there's so many little memorable scenes in uh harold and kumar goes white castle like the burger shack employee anthony anderson yeah when when they find out that like when they go to what they thought was like the first white castle that they go to it's it's uh it's <laughs> anthony anderson <laughs> hey look here fellas you guys gonna have to order from the drive through menu what happened to the white castle what there used to be a white castle right here in this location where is it i hate to be the bearer of bad news guys but Burger Shack, they bought this location about four years ago. Please tell me there's another White Castle in town. No. Are you sure? Do I look like the kind of brother that would be unsure about something like that? Shit. What are we going to do? I don't know, man. Should we just eat here? Thanks. There's a White Castle that's open 24 hours up in Cherry Hill. It's about 45 minutes from here. I can make the trip if you're willing to. Kamar, I got a shitload of work to finish. You got that med school interview, oh, man. Forget about the med school interview. It's a non-issue. What do you mean it's not an issue? Ding dong. May I interject for a second? As a Burger Shack employee for the past three years, if there's one thing I've learned, it's that if you're craving White Castle, the burgers here just don't cut it. In fact, just thinking about those tender little White Castle burgers, with those little itty-bitty grilled onions that just explode in your mouth like flavor crystals every time you bite into one, Makes me want to burn this motherfucker down. Come on, Boogie, let's burn this motherfucker down! So, uh, you guys maybe should just suck it up and go to White Castle. <laughs> like, I think my uh, favorite scene is when they go to when um, Harold's in jail. It, it makes <sighs> me laugh. It definitely yeah. is a movie that uh, that I can rewatch over and over again uh, and get a laugh every time because we've all been there where it's just like nothing's gonna hit this craving except for this type yeah. of food. Yeah, right? it's very relatable, and we all hate our jobs, so yeah. it's easily <laughs> relatable. Drugs are the only reason that Domino's and Arby's stay in business because there comes a point when you've smoked a bowl and it's just. I need some goddamn curly fries. So fucking bad. <laughs> curly fries are $20, but if you buy a sandwich, it's only $5. Fuck. <laughs> and you know what? I don't, <laughs> I don't like this propaganda that Arby's is bad. It's tasty. The buns are always fresh. It is good. They're fresh because no one goes there. They're like, well, got to make some new ones. They're old now. Oh man, I disagree. Tim, you're number three, by the way. Uh, well, we already hit this one. Little Miss Sunshine. Nice. Let's go, Tim. Virtual high fives. 
virtual high fives. That's a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful choice. Go on about how much you like Little Miss Sunshine. <laughs> uh, it is the perfect movie. Uh, there's really nothing more that I need to say as far as like it's a perfect, dis- but it's number three <laughs> dis- dysfunctional happy family like it takes the national lampoons movies but just makes it a little bit darker and you can still have fun while you're real living in the realism that sometimes family is a little bit fucking broken and you just gotta look out for each other and keep moving and kind of hope for the best when shit's going wrong you just keep moving i like it Mm -hmm. it's very true very true that's a very poignant uh all right so number two i think this is aaron's go so funny enough uh when tim gave the first heads up about possibly doing this um i was like oh shit i need to watch this movie because i've never seen it front to back before i've only seen bits and pieces from time to time and it is an absolute classic and it's been around forever uh, planes, trains, and automobiles. John Candy, uh, a family staple. I, I, like I feel like he was my uncle. He was my uncle Buck when yeah. I was growing up. Um, Watch a lot of awesome. SCTV. Oh man, all all of it, all of it. We we my my brother got a SCTV Christmas. Um, I think one of us has a couple seasons sit downs. And man, I was really entertained. I probably would have had a bit more. Uh, attachment to it if I would have watched it at a younger age with some family because like I think yeah. that's where like maybe you get that nostalgia factor where you you know you watch it with your mom or dad or your siblings or something like that and you watch it so many times and you're all just laughing and you had like chips and pops or it was a movie night this weekend or whatever but I didn't have that but I still respect it as a really really good comedy and I you know a big fan a big fan so Steve Martin is uh, kind of a higher business guy a little you know, wealthy and he's trying to get back home in time for Thanksgiving. So John Candy, he runs into. John Candy's kind of the slapstick guy. He's always screwing things up. Um, he's very awkward but funny and very kind-hearted. He's, he's got a very kind character. Where Steve Martin is very impatient, and he's just snarky, and he's just angry all the time. Every, he just thinks everything's out to get him, and he never catches a break. Where John Candy, you know, he's very optimistic. Pillows. Those aren't pillows. See that Bears game last week? Yeah, hell of a game. Hell of a game. Bears got a great team this year. They're going to go all the way. Yeah, or they end up, um, you know, being sat next to each other on the plane, and then later on, they're just, they always seem to be trying to help each other well john candy more so trying to help steve martin out 
and then just running back into each other and ending up trying get and then John Tandy kind of takes it onto his duty to get Steve Martin back home to his family and there's it's very heartwarming actually I cried at the end <laughs> I, I teared up I, te- I, I teared up pretty hard yeah, I teared up it's pretty special and it, it hits home for me um, a bit more so now. And if you watch it, you kind of understand. I don't want to ruin the ending for anybody. Um, but yeah, yeah, really good, really good movie. Uh, still holds up, I'd say. And yeah, very funny. And I, I there's a scene where John Candy's driving at night because they're just driving through the night and everything. And Ray, Ray Charles comes on to the mess around. So I've been listening <laughs> to that during night shift a bit. And I'm doing my own dancing and playing the piano and pretending to smoke and like saxophone, you know. Um, so yeah. Yeah, big big recommendation. Nice. That's a solid I, I like it too. It, it is. It uh, it almost made my list. It was an honorable mention oh, on my list. There we go. Yeah, yeah, very close. I He's I agree with kid. a lot I, of what I you teared said. up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm a sap. I cry in most movies. Yeah, I, I find when you hit a certain age, like I think it's just life experience that you like. Yeah. You know, you, you get attachments or whatever. Like, but. Yeah, ever since my mom died, man, I, I cried like the most awkward things. Like I'll be watching a war movie and like a guy will get shot. I'm like, my mom wasn't in a war, but I'm crying. <laughs> I like, think about my fire buddies. I'm like, what would I do if one of my buddies died of the fire? Like, I don't even want to think about why am I thinking about that? I grab my tub of ice cream at Quartha Lakes. I'm just there eating. Oh man. I think it's healthy. Every once in a while, like I'll seek out a movie to like make me cry. Like I still haven't watched the big sick, but like I'm holding that into reserve for like when I just need to feel. Yeah. I, uh, I cry. I cry more than I care to admit. I cry in happy moments in movies. Yeah. Yeah. Happy moments get me maybe more than like the sad moments do. Yeah. And now that I have a kid, Oh my God. If everything just just relate to the kid, (laughs) Dude, I try for the rom com part. I watched Jerry Maguire and like the part where like they're getting divorced, uh, or like they're talking about it, and the kids like all like super sad. I was a wreck because all I could think <laughs> about is Sabrina, and the kids like so this awkward little blonde kid that literally like has similar <laughs> mannerisms to Sabrina too, which makes it like that much worse. This is like directly relates the two of them. Yeah. I wonder if Mrs. <laughs> Doubtfire hits you like way different now, just with a whole other lifetime experience. It. Yeah. Maybe. I would say, yeah. Because like as a kid, you're just watching, you're like, ah, man, dressed up as a woman. Now it's yeah. just like, oh my God, this poor guy. Like, he can't see his kids. What the fuck? I, I remember the yeah. only thing that I felt like in watching it as a kid was afraid when he screams at them. At- I think good thoughts, okay. Come on, me. I'll try. <laughs> I really will. I'm color princess. Oh. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. And right now I feel like a toad. Like, bleh. <laughs> 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 that is a toad. Oh, that's mom. No, it's not. Can't be. She's an hour early. Come on, honey. We gotta go. Okay. okay. No, 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 come on, sit down, sit down. Sit down! You don't have to run off when she honks the horn. Come on, you're on my time now. You're my goddamn kids, too! 
I'm tearing up. Yeah, that probably messed with me right now. Being a parent fucking sucks. Sorry, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> I don't uh, want that shit. <laughs> yeah. Moving yeah. on. <laughs> Moving on. This is the cynical podcast. Uh, number two, Eurotrip. Oh, nice. Good one. Good one. So, uh, Eurotrip. The only thing, uh, the only thing I need to say about Eurotrip is Scotty doesn't know. Um, <laughs> Matt Damon. <laughs> we talk about good cameos. Matt Damon uh, in that song. That song, like anyone that's seen Eurotrip, that song lives in yeah. infamy. Scotty yeah. doesn't know that Fiona and me do it in my van every Sunday. She tells him <laughs> she's in church. <laughs> but he doesn't know. Still, she's on her knees, and Scotty doesn't know. <laughs> Don't <laughs> like, tell Scotty. High school, just one of those high school classics like uh, Stacy's Mom. Yeah. It's not a good uh, song. It's just a funny song. It, it's also. It's also uh, just the relationship, the dynamic between Scott um, and his brother, uh, Bert, his younger <laughs> brother, is great. Now his brother yeah. literally catches like every stupid moment, like when he's recording uh, his girlfriend breaking up with him at the end of uh, at graduation. His <laughs> whole uh, family just hates him too. Yeah. And uh, and then um, Cooper, the like the Cooper buddy. as like the best buddy. This isn't where I parked my car. Uh, <laughs> and uh, and then like you obviously have Michelle Trachenberg as Jenny, um, great. And uh, I don't know the name of the actor that plays Jamie, your brother, but you have these uh, you have these you have these twins. They they all decide. So the premise of the movie, by the way, is Scotty Scott his at the start girlfriend breaks up with him, um, so he's all depressed about it, and he's been emailing back and forth for a while with uh, with this person in Germany, this pen pal, and he um, this guy Mike <laughs> and Cooper. His buddy, his buddy tells him, why are you fucking emailing Mike? He's probably like some old man just trying to get in your pants, etc., <laughs> etc." Et and then Scott gets drunk at a party, comes home, and he sees his email from Mike, and he reads it, and he's like, oh my god, Mike wants to get in my pants. So he obviously cuts off ties. And then his little brother, Bert, who is always there to find out when Scott fucks up, <laughs> reveals that it's not Mike, it's Mika. Which is the, essentially the German Michelle. It's a very common <laughs> name. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> German for four years, Scott. I'm an intro to German and I know that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, it's so the premise of the movie is they he decides fuck it this summer uh i'm gonna i'm gonna do whatever i can to go to europe to try to get in contact with mika and uh and make it right i think i love this girl and shenanigans shenanigans ensue without giving too much away there's just there's so many memorable quotes and scenes in this movie 
uh the train scene oh my god the train scene fred armison uh, yeah <laughs> exactly the eastern european uh, nightclub where they uh take was it yeah. hip, what were they drinking absinthe absinthe yes. yeah the where they have fairy. where they have the bratislava bratislava <laughs> no one will find me no one from berlin will find me in bratislava <laughs> <laughs> Uh, which is really funny because when i was in bratislava i did a a walking tour and the lady that was doing it she was so angry at these hollywood movies they're like oh everyone says that bratislava like they depict it as an ashtray in euro trip and in hostel in the movie hostel it's just like they they make it look like a very dingy and, and dangerous place it actually like dropped slovakian tourism by like 70 percent like for a few years or something bad yeah. and i'm just like and like all these scenes were actually filmed in prague and it's just like yeah because prague is better <laughs> <laughs> bratislava is has a very nice downtown core for the tourism but besides that uh my favorite scene for euro trip is when they're in england they go to the football club Oh and my god. And meet Vinnie Jones. That's Jones. so amazing. Yeah. My baby takes the morning train. Pretty good. Pretty damn good. <laughs> <laughs> really solid. Mm. That was a pretty wild night, eh? Yeah, pretty wild. Pretty wild. I know Larry was out of control. How about you guys? Did you, uh... All right, look. We were really drunk, things got a little crazy, and Jamie kissed me. Let's just forget about it, okay? Okay, fine. I'm, I'll give it a rest. <sighs> Jamie, can I borrow your fromers? Oh, here it is. Bratislava. Huh. Capital of Slovakia. Oh, here's a fun fact. You made out with your sister, man! Shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up! My friends, where is the beef? <laughs> Euro trip. If you haven't watched it, watch it. Great comedy overall. Not just about road trips. This ranks high in my overall comedies as well. Mm. Wow, yeah, for one of those like college college comedies, it's still holds up it's it's awesome yeah i watched it literally like two weeks ago love it all of the leads very likable yeah yeah i like the only one that really had anything afterwards is the the one chick uh ben, what was you saying about something and michelle trachenberg berg sorry yeah she was like in a few other shows or movies afterwards everybody like all the other three guys are just nothing yeah yeah, I, Jacob Pitts did some things afterwards, I think, but not not a ton. Mm. I think he did like he was in Twenty One, if I remember. Um, the like, the casino movie. Yeah, um, I think those are the, like that's the big thing that jumped out to me is Twenty One. Yeah, good pick. I like Tim. Pick. Your number two. Oh, boys, do I ever have a treat for you? I think I nailed this one. Tommy Boy. Oh. Tommy Boy is a good movie. It's on my honorable mentions. Why'd you put it number two? 
why did I put it at number two is because I believe that Chris Farley and David Spade were one of the best pairs that we have seen in comedy as far as the straight man and the like gag comedian. Both of their timing is on. It's just impeccable. Uh, the world lost uh, a big spark of joy when we lost Chris Farley. But uh, yeah, it. So if you haven't seen the movie, a failure son, like just the party boy kind of thing, uh, get, fails at a college, has to go home to see his dad. His dad is a break mogul, and him and uh, David Spade have to go across the country selling breaks. Um, it, it big part of growing up was this movie. Like we would put it on all the time. You know, like one of the classic VHSs that you probably had the. Uh, copy off of uh you recorded from the tv but uh why is it at number two um i i've got one more that's just a little bit more special to me specifically i don't know you even get rob lowe in this movie which is always a great early 90s bad guy yeah the, the joe, when he was on joe rogan's podcast he actually talked a lot about that and he's uh, chris farley is just like he's just so funny and so nice like he would he would just make me laugh every day it's like the most ridiculous things. And he's like, I went to dinner with him one time and he had like six steaks. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like, and then he's like doing dances with the steaks. He's like, oh, <laughs> he's, just, he's just like, yeah, he, he's just put on this earth to make everyone laugh. Housekeeping. I don't think you're sleeping. Housekeeping. Come back in an hour. Housekeeping, you want towels? Our towels need sleepy. Housekeeping, you want men for pillow? Please go away. Let me sleep for the love of God. Housekeeping, you want me to jerk you off? What kind of hotel is this? Or... Oh, it's you. Good morning, sunshine. Hey, guess what? I just called Auto Tech and they decided to make an order. So according to my calculations, that puts us over the mark. We did it? We did it. Yes! Oh, Richard, I'm so happy. Hold me. Yikes. Don't run away from your feelings. Yeah, we're definitely going to have to drop a couple of quotes in here. Um... Tommy Boy's a solid choice, though, Tim. I like it. Thank you. If you haven't seen it, just go back and enjoy it. I don't know if that's one of the ones you need the nostalgia for, but... Such such a treat. That movie was so good they had to remake it and just call it Black Sheep. It's the same movie, it's just part two. It's fantastic. Pretty much. But it's also mm. just as good. Oh, or yeah. maybe not as good, but still pretty damn fucking good. Good in a different way. Number one. The number one seed. What do you got for us, Aaron? Tommy Boy. <laughs> Pretty much everything that uh, uh, Tim was saying there, uh, and then that much more. Like we watched this movie bi-weekly in my house, like amongst, like amongst my um, siblings and like my sister Kira, Mike, Kev. Like we all own. Like when when everyone moved out, they all got their own VHS copy. They got Tommy Boy or DVD, the Holy Shnikes ed- edition. Just trying to say is that. Uh... Our new brake pads are really cool. You're not even going to believe it. Like, um, 
Let's say you're driving along the road with your family, and you're driving along, la la la, woo. And then all of a sudden, there's a truck tire in the middle of the road, and you hit the brakes. Whoa, that was close. <laughs> now let's see what happens when you're driving with the other guy's brake pads. You're driving along, you're driving along, and all of a sudden, the kids are yelling from the back seat, I gotta go to the bathroom, Daddy. Not now, damn it. Truck tire. I can't stop. Oh, there's a cliff! Oh, and your family's screaming, Oh my God, we're burning alive! No, I can't feel my legs! In comes a meat wagon! And the medic gets out and says, Oh my God! New guy's in the corner puking his guts out. All because you want to save a couple extra pennies. And <laughs> to me, it doesn't get out. Now. It is so funny. So funny. And we watched it on TV. And this is the reason why we all got a VHS or DVD once we all moved out. Is because they would censor it. You wouldn't see Chris Farley's butt crack when he was wearing when he was wearing the song. You wouldn't get this. You wouldn't get that. Like it's just that you needed the actual movie. And, it, and like Rob Below is just so hateable in it. Brian Dennehy plays the perfect dad to for to uh, Chris Farley. Uh, yeah, like <laughs> Herbie Hancock, and then even like the subtle jokes too, where it's just like it's like oh, a mini fridge where you could put six packs of of, of be- soda. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, and then yeah, it's it's just it's just such a good comedy. It's the it's, it was the biggest launch for Chris Farley after SNL. Like his, I think that was his like first big movie as like he's the leading role, and yeah, he, he nails it. He does a good job acting in it, and he does a good job with like I'm sure he was part of the writing staff, but and and like it really nails down the true art of the road trip movie. Where yeah. They spend a lot of time in the car. The car's falling apart. They're freaking out at each other. They apologize. They freak out more. They have this job to do. All this stress around it. They're away from their loved ones. Like Tommy, sorry, the character Tommy is feeling all this pressure of his, uh, you know, his family's company possibly shutting down. And he's still like, got to do this job. And they, they, they get roadkill. They're singing certain songs. They're at like two. And that is why it's my number one. And you even get Dan Aykroyd at the end. I think you're absolutely right. You made a good point about the uh, how the characters, like at the end of an hour and a half or however long the wrong time is, are so different from the characters that you start the movie with. And that's through a reflection of the, the actual road trip. Like this is a great example of everything to do with the road trip movie not just a a fantastic movie but of the genre probably uh, number one or number two bry what do you got for us my number one movie uh tommy boy by the way solid choice i i don't maybe it's just i haven't watched it in so long i can't believe it's not in your top five i haven't watched tommy boy in probably 12 12 years minimum Wow. wow been a long time so maybe that's not why because i tried to watch a few movies prepping for this um but like i i just i couldn't bring in my top five it is on my honorable mentions list um yeah you said that 
Yeah. So some honorable mentions uh, we'll hop into later, but like we've mentioned some of them. There's one movie that came up in someone else's list already, and it is my number one movie. That's Almost Famous. So Almost Famous, uh, written and directed by Cameron Crowe. The beauty of it is Almost Famous seems so real. It it has a feel like something that actually that actually happens. And yeah, some of the characters are a tiny bit over the top, but you have to remember Cameron Crowe wrote this kind of semi-autobiographically. Yeah, which is wonderful. Yeah, so there there's a portion of this that has a lot of truth to it because Cameron Crowe was a roadie for like Zeppelin and the Eagles and the Allman Brothers band. Uh, and there's a, apparently like this Stillwater, the band in the movie, closely, uh, a lot of it closely relates in the dynamic between them to the dynamic between the Allman Brothers band. Um, so Eric hide the tide on a little bit. You got a 15 year old kid uh, whose mother is anal. She is psychotic, played by Francis McDormand. Overbearing. Uh, incredibly overbearing. Um, just wants the best for her kids in the worst way possible. So she's driven the one Zoe Deschanel uh, away from, uh, and she's lied to her son about his age. He doesn't realize that he skipped grades when he was younger. So he is 15 and he's in senior year of high school. Yeah, he's tiny. Everyone else has growing stashes and stuff. And he wants to be he wants to be a journalist. He submits a uh, writing to Philip Seymour Hoffman, who uh, who is this famous rock writer. And by the way, Philip Seymour Hoffman, his performance in this movie is super underrated. Oh man, and, he's so cool. Yeah, you you want to you want to talk <clears throat> about some good some good quotes in a movie? When he's when they're when they're in the diner and he's kind of walking him through how to be a writer, uh, and like not to fall in love with rock bands if you're going to write for them, and um, he uses the line, "You'll meet them all again on the long journey to the middle." Oh, such a great line. <laughs> um, then you have Penny Lane, Kate Hudson. I am not a big fan of Kate Hudson. No. In this movie, it's like Oscar-worthy performance. She is so good in this movie. And you have Jason Lee, the lead singer, uh, who is constantly bickering with the guitarist, uh, the lead guitarist, and how uh, you know he doesn't get to be mysterious. And <laughs> then you have Jimmy Fallon, who's the 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 hotshot manager that comes in, uh, you have maybe the best quote of all time when he's trying to sell himself to the band, uh, where he's like, if you think Mick Jagger will be out there trying to be a rock star at age 50, you're sadly, sadly mistaken. <laughs> which is, which is just such a, such a, a great <laughs> line. Um, you are sadly mistaken. I can, quote this movie like half this movie in and out that's how many times i've seen it um look at this an entire generation of cinderellas and there's no glass slipper oh 
such biting dialogue from uh from Francis McDormand when they're at I think it's the Sabbath concert. But yeah, I highly uh I highly liked him. Fine time. More important than anything that, that will come up on Netflix. If you have to push out a podcast, this movie, uh this movie will change change the way you like view a lot of things. And also you know what? Maybe we could watch that on uh God damn it, I can never remember these fucking Discord? apps. Discord? Yeah, because I haven't seen it in a long time. I probably haven't seen it in 10 years. I would I would literally watch it after this show. <laughs> after <laughs> we could definitely put it on our Discord I'm list. In. Yeah, um, I, would, I would watch it on Discord <laughs> together. It's just, it's that, that good. And the relationship between him as a journalist touring with a band to write a story about them for the Rolling Stone who thinks he's much older than he actually is and then uh and then the him trying to cope with even just touring in general being away from home being away from school uh like missing missing tests missing all that and then like exposure to all the drugs and women on the road when he's only 15 years old Uh it's it's crazy. And to think that this is semi-autobiographical, uh, crazy experience for Cameron Crowe to have. Absolutely crazy. Um, one last thing. Tiny Dancer. Yeah. Oh, man. What a sing-along. Epic. Wow. Epic scene. Uh, to the point where Dave Grohl performed Tiny Dancer, I think, on Craig Kilborn's show. Uh and referenced we're going to do it just like in the movie almost famous <laughs> um yeah fantastic highly recommended timmy take it away for your number 1 i will fucking murder you all right i uh i definitely took a risk with my number 1 and it is oh uh, you fucking yeah it's called <laughs> i know this i haven't seen it but i know this movie and any other comic relief? Ah! They're still homeless out there. Hey! Yes, what? You, what? Yes. What is the Klingon translation for you're gonna die a virgin? Rachel <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's what, okay. Hilarious, everyone. Looks like we got more Lucas hounds here to mock Roddenberry. Congratulations, gentlemen, but I would like to see your Darth Vader take on one Borg drone. We'll see who's laughing then. Darth Vader can put the entire Borg collective in a vice grip with his mind. Uh, Darth Vader has asthma, so uh, name me one Star Trek character with a respiratory disease, because I'm drawing a blank. Name me one Star Wars character who's gay. Yeah. Besides you. Well, I know it's gay in Star Trek, so why would I even do that? Captain Picard. Okay, Captain Picard is not gay. He's British. Come on. Make it so. Oh, I hate to break it to you losers, but Han Solo's a bitch. Oh, no. no I'm didn't. sorry, what, what did you just say? Is there a problem here? Yeah, there sure is, Spock. The Admiral here just called Han Solo a bitch. Good one. It's pretty strong. Okay, well, Trekkie is derogatory at this point in the game. Trekker is what we're called now. Trekker. Trekkie. 
I don't know if many people have seen it and you kind of maybe now is a time that like people can go back and watch it as like Star Wars fandom has kind of picked back up again where people are waving the flag like crazy uh so I feel like it's necessary to give the warning that there is a bunch of obnoxious uh and uh repetitive gay jokes oh my it. um yeah so what happened was Harvey Weinstein uh, was involved in the writing of this movie and uh does anybody know Ernest Klein uh, he wrote uh, Ready Player One, yep. Ready Player yep. Two. Uh, there was the mm-hmm. movie. Okay, so he, this is his first movie, and he started it on Ain't It Cool News, uh, like in the boards. He was asking everybody about their experiences going into Phantom Menace as they were waiting for it. So this was like a real grassroots combination of people's experiences and love, and then it started to get made. And then uh, Dogma, or sorry, Forty uh, Year Old Virgin came out, and then Harvey Weinstein got involved. So did uh, who was it, uh, the other guy? Um, Kevin Spacey. <laughs> so fucking. Unfortunately, you have Kevin Spacey, Harvey Weinstein, and the guy from Ain't It Cool News, all that now have uh, pretty serious allegations up against them. Um. Uh, kind of in the mix and then it was like the gay panic jokes came in but if you're watching that movie I beg you to try to try to ignore that that got forced on them later but what this movie is is uh, like a I don't know it's the ultimate road trip movie between friends Uh, I guess I should just give you the premise it's a couple of buddies before Phantom Menace comes out and there's all this hype and excitement because they've lived since, you know, they were kids, uh, not being old enough to probably even see Star Wars in theaters, but growing up as huge nerds. Nerds before the internet really was a thing. Nerds in middle America where you didn't have anybody else that was a nerd with you. And it is about being a fanboy and the, everybody after high school goes their separate ways and they come back together at a party where one of the guys learns that his friend Linus, one of somebody that he hasn't seen in years, is dying of cancer. So he wants to reconnect with him before the end. And what better way to do it than to resurrect a childhood plan to break into Skywalker Ranch and steal the movie and watch it before it comes out. So you get them going across the country. Uh... uh fucking south rogan plays star trek he plays like three different roles in this movie where he just kind of keeps showing up and like uh messing with them as like the star trek fan as a bouncer um yeah it it's awesome dan fogler's in it jay baruchel uh Kristen bell sam huntington chris marquette and then i felt like this was necessary to uh mention dave denman he plays Roy from The Office, who I also, I think, picked two of his movies last time that we were playing. Uh, so, for whatever reason, I like Dave Denman. But, uh, yeah, this is definitely a cult classic and amongst the community. Everybody's hoping for a sequel, which they're still talking about. Like, Jay Burchell has, like, dropped, like, 
like whenever they go to do signings for other movies, people still show up with the DVD for this movie and they're like, this is my favorite, favorite movie. Please like do another one. They've got premises and the guys all want to do it. Um, there's, they, they, they've written like, uh, written articles where they've talked about like Bershell and I think Fogler in the like middle of Iowa where they were shooting we're like going to buy drugs and this guy like sold him a big sack of coke and they're like no we just want weed and he's like well you can sell this for weed <laughs> like they had to run away or like they got bored because of uh, the fighting between production uh they uh, the shooting came to a stop so they went and bought a bunch of airsoft rifles and took over the top floor of the hotel and we're just like wild kids <laughs> They were waiting for Kristen Bell to fly back because she was shooting Veronica Mars at the time. That's how old this movie is. Wow. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I love it. I love the references. Uh, the cameos were all awesome. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it was a, it's a fun, fun movie. Danny Trejo's in it. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Any movie uh, that has Danny Trejo I, in it has oil. to be good. I think it's a Royal from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. <laughs> um yeah, man. one of the best quotes is right at the end after he comes out from seeing it and he's just like yeah it doesn't matter whether or not the movie was good it was about the the journey to get here and i think that's an important piece for any uh road trip movie it's always about the journey. yeah uh kevin smith and jason muse have cameos in it um oh, yeah <laughs> yeah there's lots lots of lots of cameos like the movie's densely full of them shatner's obviously in it as himself um yeah it's been a long time since i've seen Bruce this gets catfished by like a 13 year old yeah uh craig robinson the security guards man um craig robinson. will forte will forte is one of the security guards it Darth yeah. Maul, uh, the actor that plays him, gets to be Ray one of the Parker? security guards. Yeah, yeah, he also played Toad in uh, X Men. <laughs> oh shit! I yeah. didn't know that. No, he's a really he does his own stunts. He's a stunt guy. And if yeah. if it didn't if it didn't take a whole lot of uh, dialogue, he would also act. <laughs> hmm. Because he's British, I believe. With the info. Yeah. No, I was a big fan of. Uh, Big fan of Darth Maul and Toad's character in X Men. I was like, "Who is this guy?" And I was like, "Oh, were they also in Star Wars?" Movies? Oh, Danny McBride even makes an appearance. I'm, in I'm looking through right now to see if this guy was in Star Wars too. I'd be curious. Uh, oh, uh, one little more fun fact that I thought I'd mention about that movie is the 501st Legion was heavily involved in the shooting and providing costumes. They're a charitable organization that dresses up as uh, screen-ready stormtroopers and Star Wars characters to visit sick kids in hospital. Oh, cool. So I thought that was pretty cool. They got them involved. Hmm. That's cool. Other than the 501st Legion is Vader's fist, and that's the stormtroopers he used to kill all the children at the Jedi Temple, so it seems like a really weird reference to want to go with when you're going to kids' hospitals. <laughs> uh, it doesn't look like that guy was on in in any Star Wars from what I'm seeing. Dude, this was a hell of a list. I'm excited to check I'll them out. I'll quickly hit up my, ones I haven't seen my uh, honorable mentions. Uh, California with a K uh, stars David Duchovny and Brad Pitt. Um, they're on a road trip and they're driving around. I, I 
like, I, this is where I suck, <laughs> is they're investigating uh, something that might be a serial killer where one of them um, among them might be the serial killer as well. So that's kind of, that's oh, kind of cool. the twist. That's what I got from IMDb. I've just been told to watch it. So I'm like, okay, what's it about? It's just like, oh, it's just good. I'm like, okay. Motorcycle Diaries, I've heard nothing but great things about this. Great movie, uh, uh, regardless how you feel about Che Guevara. Great movie. <laughs> uh, Muppet movie. Like, Muppets on a road trip. Like, what can go wrong? Um, and then obviously <laughs> Vacation, the original. Uh, John Candy cameo. Um, mm-hmm. Chevy Chase, like, peak Chevy Chase pretty well. And, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and then, yeah, I, I, that's pretty much it for me. Like, road trip, the, the you know, the, the kind of prequel to Euro Trip with no relation to it whatsoever. That's pretty funny, too. But it didn't really make my list at all. There's there's a bunch that you guys mentioned that are also really good. Like, it's it's such a broad, and you can really expand it if you want. But I, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm quite happy with the picks that we all had. Uh, nothing yeah. too controversial, I would say. And, yeah. Yeah, I, I thought maybe you guys would give Euro Trip me hell for Euro Trip, but I was like, you know what? The they do a whole hitchhiking trip to Bur to Bratislava, so I think well, it counts. I, well, uh, also, yeah. Sex Drive is a really good one. Oh, I fucking love Sex Drive. Oh, yeah. That, that oh, is a God. really good raunchy comedy. If you haven't yeah. seen it, check it out. Very I fucking good. love Clark Duke, man. Clark Duke's oh, absolutely so hilarious. Funny. Also, the fundamentals of caring. That was a new Netflix, a newer Netflix original. Mm. Very funny. Very, very funny. Highly recommend it. Paul Rudd. And I, again, awkward things. I'm just going to move over here. I got to charge my, my goddamn phone. Stupid. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fundamentals carrying it really good too. That's it for me. Nice. Uh, I have some honorable mentions uh, aside from. Some of them were things that you guys uh, you guys put. So on my honorable mentions, Dumb and Dumber, Planes, Trains, Automobiles, Tommy Boy, all honorable mentions. Uh, here's one that I was surprised that maybe didn't make your list, Aaron. Oh, brother, where art thou? I didn't want to include that one. Oh. I, 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 yeah, I didn't want to include it just because of how much praise I gave it yeah. before. So I figured that would be okay to to leave alone. Yeah. Okay. Uh, to Wong Fu, thanks for everything, Julie Newmar. Uh, I haven't seen it, but I've heard great things about that, as well as Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. Dude, uh, if you don't know To Wong Fu, thanks for everything, Julie Newmar. You, all I need to say is Patrick Swayze, John Leguizamo, Wesley Snipes, drag queens. All drag three queens. of them are drag queens. <laughs> right there, that's your movie right there. That's all you need to yeah. know to go ahead My and watch My sister's that. a big fan of that one. Yeah. Uh, Borat. Another one that I had Borat. as an honorable mention. Yeah, I saw that on some lists. Uh, Into the Wild. I didn't want to include that one. That is one of my favorite movies. It's definitely in my top 15. I didn't want to mm-hmm. include it because I didn't feel that he was really in like that car the, sense. It was kind of just more of him. It's, not, it's a journey a life, more than a, a road trip. Journey. I think. Yeah. That's, that's, that's why I didn't include it in my list. Otherwise, Fantastic it makes the list. Fantastic movie, though. Amazing. Yeah. For uh, Sean Penn doing it, I, I I hate Sean Penn, but I love that movie. Yeah. Uh, Logan. Saw that on the list as well. Didn't really feel I could include it either. Hmm. Yeah, Logan I, 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 searched, really I searched road trip movies. Oh, no, I like Logan as a movie. I just didn't feel yeah. like that. Logan's fantastic, but a road trip yeah. movie. I guess he is trying to get her to the destination. Yeah, like, it's, yeah, a, it's, it's definitely sell me yeah, on that. Yeah, that's the thing. It's a, it's a sell. 
but technically it's a road trip movie by the definition. That's why these are honorable mentions. Exactly. Uh, Thelma and Louise, mm-hmm. good movie. One that almost made mm-hmm. my list, um, more so because I really like Diego Luna, is uh, Y Tu Mama Tambien. Uh, I saw that on the list too. It intrigued me. Yeah, it, it's a really, really good movie. Uh, one of the few foreign films that I actually like bought the DVD of back when I worked at Blockbuster. Highly recommended without jumping too much into it because the other movie that almost made my list that no one has probably heard of is a movie called Bandits. Um, no. And it didn't make my list because I was like, I don't know if I can really call it a road trip movie or not. But Bandits is uh, a little little known movie with Bruce Willis and Billy Bob Gordon uh, and Kate Blanchett. So, like, pretty solid cast. And the premise is, I believe they're called the Sleepover Bandits. And that's Bruce Willis and Billy Bob Thorne. And they they basically, what they do is they kidnap or they stay overnight at the bank manager's house that they're going to rob the next day. So they show up at their house uh, and they and they make the bank manager take them to the bank in the morning before security, before everyone's there, and that's how they rob the bank. So it's a really like cool, unique idea. Uh, and then they yeah. end up kidnapping this woman, Kate Blanchett, and they both fall in love with her and creates this weird love triangle and like fucks up the dynamic between them. Uh, and they obviously are journeying across country while robbing banks so it's very it's it's like a awkward comedy and billy bob thorne plays a very different character than what you would typically expect billy bob thorne to play i think uh like bruce willis is the classic like cool guy and billy bob thorne's like this uh ocd like nerd is like a little awkward it's it's a good watch it's a really good watch yeah man i was like the more i talk about i'm like does it be like little miss sunshine Nah, i'm happy with my list (laughs) um (laughs) just food for thought with that movie though uh i didn't even know it was nominated for like best for best actress kate blanchett and best actor for billy bob thorne for uh golden globes back in 2002 didn't know that huh I'll add it on my list. Same with that Mexican one. I need to add that. I, I uh, looking up some road trip movies that was on a number of lists quite high up. Mm. Well, and Diego Luna, Diego Luna has uh, like he's gone from that to a really good career. Right? Like he plays Cassian in Star Wars. If you guys didn't know, oh, okay, now I know. What uh, you're which about, yeah. means uh, he's also in Narcos, uh, oh. Milk. Like he's in a lot. Um, yeah. <clears throat> Tim, honorable mentions. Uh, had to put in Road Trip. That was a fun, fun drive-in really? movie. Yeah. Uh, f- <laughs> uh, Fear and Loathing. Uh, so, and then The Wizard. I don't know if you guys are familiar with oh. this one. Uh, uh, boy and his little brother, whose special needs... Uh, run away from home so that they can go and compete 
in a Nintendo competition as they're releasing like Super Mario 2 mm-hmm. and So you the wizard? No, he is. <laughs> <laughs> this guy? I don't get it. Is he like a poster child for someone? <laughs> for your information, butthead. He's headed for the video championships in Los Angeles. Is that right? Well, let's just see how good he is then. Guys? What is that? Fire from the gods. I don't know. Power glove. It is so fucking it is so good it has every typical 80s beat that you would need where like the blonde bad uh, bad kid uh, like challenges into a game and he like pulls out the power glove <laughs> or they're like calling the hotline to get like uh, tips before like the big competition and yeah you tear up a little bit when the kid's going at it at the end and the four of them are up there and they got the big screens and it's like this huge everybody's losing their mind yeah, it was a fun, fun movie. Uh, Detroit Rock City. Yep. It kind of follows a lot of beats of the other yep. movies. I feel like that's why it wasn't it wasn't unique enough to make a top five, but it is a fun movie. It's a good, good one, movie. yeah. Good cameo. Blues Brothers. This was hard not to put in there. I think that almost beat out just about, well, Dumb and Dumber for sure, but it, it's a little slow. And... Like, uh, Jane Silent Bob's. Like there's a half hour of just car chase. <laughs> yeah. How many uh, police cars did they ruin oh, in that movie? Like it was a couple hundred. Countless, man. Countless. Borat, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, Zombie Land, Mad Max, uh, Orange County. Oh, that I that was that a one, yeah. one. Orange County, that's, uh, isn't uh, that Tom Hanks's kid? Like Colin Hanks. Colin Hanks, Hanks, Hanks that's Black. Black, right? Yeah. Uh, Miss March uh, made it on there. I haven't seen it yet. Not bad. But uh, it, not bad? Okay. Not bad. I, I would say okay. Sex Drive is a lot better. For... Euro Trip Road Trip's a lot better. Wait, as kids, uh, you know the that. The only reason I'm drawn movie. to that. Exactly. Yeah. I, I love, love White as Kids You Know. They're, they're Craig so Robinson's good. in it. Can't go wrong with Craig Robinson. Um, no, you can't. can never go wrong. And then there is a movie that is in theaters currently called Best Sellers that I haven't seen yet, but it looks like a really interesting road trip movie. Has Aubrey Plaza, and I always get his name wrong. Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Yeah, Michael Caine is like an angry uh, author, it looks like, and Aubrey Plaza plays some kind of agent for him. I'm not sure from the trailers. I'm trying not to watch or read anything more on it, but it uh, looks like from even the trailer, they've got great chemistry together, so I'm excited to check it out. Um, Tim, you can edit this part out. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. 100%. Uh, one I forgot, I I kind of wanted to put it in my top five just because of Canadiana, but I know Brian would trip the shit out of me. He's like, <laughs> you're not even picking, you're not even picking good movies. You're just picking movies you want to be in You're just there. picking Canadians. <laughs> one week, one week. Oh, that one week. So one week. I like it a lot. I like it a lot, lot, but I don't think it was like top five worthy. 
but it's it's a, really good for a Canadian a movie. A lot of people, a lot of people, really uh, didn't know a thing about it. I worked at Blockbuster when One Week came out, and this was like maybe two thousand eight. Mm-hmm. And uh, like Joshua Jackson's fucking good in mm-hmm. it, man. Like really good. Yeah. No, no, he did a good job. Wonderful cameos. Um, it is a love letter to Canada, uh, but I get I get kind of mad because I'm like, man, you missed some of the most scenic parts of Canada. Like it had to be a guy from Toronto. It's it's a love letter to, Can- uh, to Ontario and West. Like yeah. it's like really you had to talk about like Manitoba and Saskatchewan, <laughs> but you couldn't include the Atlantic provinces or Newfoundland. It couldn't be a guy from like Vancouver, you know, and making his way out to St. John's to the very end of the Trans Canada Highway. No, it had to be a guy from Toronto. That's where I get really mad. It's just like, yep, had to be in Toronto, eh? Couldn't be a guy from St. John's making his way across because no one could give any respect to Newfoundlanders or from somebody from Halifax and making his way out west. Damn, man. Do you know how you kill a one legged fox? You make it run across Canada. <laughs> Oh, I just got that. <laughs> I, like, like, I don't get it. Oh. I had two movies I was going to put in to fuck you with want. you guys. Uh, <laughs> s- since we'd been talking about... Oh, I'm leaving that one in. Uh, uh, two movies I was going to put in to fuck with you guys. Uh, Empire Strikes Back, which I think I could have legitimately lawyered for whether or not it, it should be in a top five. Oh, I would have fought trips, you. Probably, I would have fought you so hard on Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> episode Dude, one, we could do an it. episode on just us fighting whether it's a road trip movie or not. You could, you would have had a better shot at Phantom Menace. <laughs> oh, yeah, I can see that. It's like planes, trains, and automobiles, but for yeah. Star Wars, it's just like underwater, <laughs> underwater, <laughs> whatever the. the like, uh, you would know the the yeah the, the the vehicles better than me, but yeah, yeah, Episode one. Could when they're on Naboo? Oh, the underwater vehicle, and they're taking, like, the Imperial uh, ship, that silver fucking thing, and they got the Speed Racer, and, yeah, all that shit. That would be a better road trip oh, movie, yeah. in my opinion, if you had to pick a Star Wars one. I don't know. Empire's pretty perfect. They start on Hoth, they go through the asteroid belt, they make all the way to, what, the Sky City, where, uh, on Vesbin, where he gets Cloud, frozen? Cloud City. I, it's got a Cloud sad ending, but it's solid. Yeah, fucking noob. Yes, but the planet is best. Yeah, but you said the sky city. Oh, my bad. Oh. My bad. You got me. Oh, you got him. The only other one herder. that I was going to put in there. You scruffy nerf really herder. Get Don't you say that word. You scruffy looking. Don't you say that word. That's our word. <laughs> uh, the other movie I, was, I wanted to <laughs> put forward was uh, Homeward Bound. Because I fucking <laughs> love that movie. Oh. But that is a Walking the Earth movie. That's not... That's something different. Yeah, man. It would beat out Lord of the Rings, <laughs> but not a road trip. Right? Yeah, if you want to talk like uh, epic journeys, oh, epic yeah. journeys would be a like a whole other other thing yeah. because then you can talk about like, do you mean physical journey or do you mean metaphorical journey? <sighs> like it gets uh, then that would be a crazy category, and a lot of these would fit, but it would be interesting to talk about what's the best one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that'd be all right oh, yeah cool all right guys uh to wrap it up i think now we just uh you know we talk about where you guys can find all of us 
And then I wanted just to throw one quick little. It's going to take like two minutes to to nope. tell. Nope. I think, I, think, nope. I, think I started the wrap up already. <laughs> and just to wrap it up real quick, this is Couch Credits Canada. This is our sub series or bonus pods, toe to toe in twenty or so. <laughs> I think that's going to become a joke of its own. Uh, We're part of the Bearded Board Network. I'm Tim. You can find me places. Chalupa? Uh, Yeah, you can find me on Instagram. ChalupaCabra5252 on Instagram. Let me know where you heard it from. Uh, Give me a quick message, and I'll let you follow. And I might give you a follow back if you're cool. Brian? He still hasn't followed me back. Just so you guys know, I guess that means I'm not cool. That's cool. That's, that's, that's I understand, cool. man. That's cool. I understand. Uh, I'm not underscore just underscore BS on Instagram. Uh, Chalupa should know that, but uh, you know, now he does. I follow it. <laughs> uh, you can you can find me. Is the on, Monday night meme fights coming? I, I'm trying to get I'm trying to get started again. It's uh, it's the the problem is is it takes me like six hours of time right. to because I want it to I don't want shit memes, so I go through probably like mm-hmm. 500 memes. It takes like I six hours. Memes. That helps you. Yeah, some of them are like good. my memes. Some of them are good. Some some <laughs> some. um yeah yeah it's yeah Yeah. it's gonna be interesting i will i will be streaming a little bit more just in general uh as as we start to you know lock down more for winter um i'm gonna not be doing as much during the evening stuff like that so i think i'm gonna start streaming a little bit more again which will be nice you can find that stream twitch.tv slash not just bs Come, give me your Amazon Prime subs. You're not doing anything with them. Two fifty in my pocket, sweet. Then I can, uh, then I can quit my job and start streaming full time. <laughs> you get one free giveaway with that, right? If you have yeah, one. you get a free. I haven't given mine. You get away. free Amazon Prime sub per month. So, you can you can put two fifty in a creator's pocket. Before taxes every month with an Amazon Prime sub. Fuck yeah. yeah, man. Walk me through that one day. I'm going to make sure that yeah, I Yeah, likewise. I have no idea what the fuck you just said. <laughs> but if you have Amazon Prime, then you can link it to your Twitch account because Amazon owns Twitch. Oh. Yeah, Tara, Tara has it. Oh, I'm not sure if gonna thank my you, Jeffrey Bezos, it, for your unsolicited Jeffrey, Yes. Jeffrey Bezos. Lord Such a stadium. good special. I don't care what anyone Brian. says. Anybody check out the uh, Dave Chappelle sh- uh, special before it gets uh, pulled? Uh, I, I, I did pulled? check it out. Oh, shit. I got to watch that then. I, I don't think it'll get pulled. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think it'll get pulled be because tough. I think the repercussions from Netflix pulling it would be a lot larger than the repercussions from them there. <clears throat> As a business. Yeah. But uh, it's a good special for social commentary. Other than that, it's kind of weak from a stand-up special. I was disappointed. A lot of... It's like fart jokes. Like that kind of level of humor. A lot of it seemed like like weak 
uh, forced humor, just trying to throw good social commentary. <laughs> I appreciate that. I always appreciate that yeah. about Chappelle. That being mm. said, quick recommendations before we go. We got two minutes each. Aaron, what's your recommendation for something that you've watched recently that you'd want people to watch? Shit. Um, or listened. Albums. Watched. Anything. Anything <laughs> that you're a couch critic of. Well, fuck. I just recommended, um, you know, it, it's, it's just... Fuck. Uh, it was just Thanksgiving. I just watched it myself. If you haven't seen it, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Nice. Uh, my recommendation would be the Adventure Zone, specifically the Amnesty uh, arc. You kind of have to dig a little bit to find it. It's right on that feed. Uh, basically, three brothers and their dad from the Huntington, West Virginia play uh, Dungeons and Dragons. This one is a Monster of uh, the Week tabletop RPG, where they just kind of uh, go into a, a small town and tell, tell a really fun story. Oh, okay, cool. Uh... I don't know if either of you have watched it yet, but because apparently I'm late to the game. Ted Lasso. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I'm hearing God. so much good. about this. Very Fucking good. The only fantastic. thing on Apple TV that's good. Uh, I would disagree. Mythic Quest. Uh, I, I know. Everyone would disagree. <laughs> yeah, trying to be uh, but, hmm. but Ted Lasso, so good. Jason Sudeikis, I've always been kind of like, eh, about this is fantastic. You want to talk about crying? The first season, hey, Danielle and I blew through that first season in this oh, past yeah. week. Uh, we blew through mm-hmm. it, and we're like, we got to slow down before we start. Watching. Like, we're going to go through the second it's season. so easy. It's so yeah. easy to crush those episodes. Um, Tara and I, we crushed through, I think, both seasons in a week. Yeah, it's so good. Oh, and Jason Sudeikis is, he's so lovable in it. Yeah. So lovable. And you just, you feel so bad for him. Mm-hmm. And, sir, and like in other characters too, like it it does a really good job of uh of like pulling at your heartstrings a little bit, uh providing a little bit of humor. The assistant coach and it is absolutely yeah, absolutely hilarious as well. Uh highly recommend Ted Lasso if you haven't seen it. It it gets four reallys. <laughs> I, really, really, I really, 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 really recommend it. <laughs> well we better let Chalupa get to bed yeah but, go sleep uh, cutie pie see, I can't wait to see you guys again yeah, so you, you want me to, you want me to sing track. lullabies to you like I like I do Sabrina Here, I'll call you I'll call you in a separate call I would like that that would be amazing I'll read you I'll read you stories do you want me to read Fox and Socks oh my god Karen I love foxes <laughs> if it's Terry it's all- <laughs>